So hi, welcome to Good Noise Podcast. I'm Shane. I'm Glory. And we're here with... Dan from All Good Things. And we're asking them some questions today about their upcoming album, A Hope in Hell. I'm going to start. Uh, so congrats on that, by the way. How do you feel about the response to the announcement so far? Oh, thanks, man. Uh, it's been good. A lot of people have been waiting a long time for this record. So uh, yeah, it just feels good to finally have a date. We haven't had a, a date for years. We've been waiting for this moment for a long time. So yeah, August 20th, we've been counting down the days. How long have you been sitting on yeah. it for? Uh, I mean, we sat on it for, I mean, since the pandemic, the album was like ready to go. We were ready to tour and hit the road uh, right when the pandemic kind of hit. So it was a lot of rescheduling and uh, yeah, replanning the release dates and tours and everything. So, yeah. All right. Ouch. That must have hurt. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's been a lot of waiting for sure. Definitely. Uh, so is there any meaning behind the album name or cover art? Uh, yeah, there's definitely it's a both. I mean, uh, Hope and Hell was... You know, I think as far as lyrically, it just kind of is what we need right now as far as like the whole virus and everything. So we, we really kind of were leaning towards that as artwork. And, you know, the, the, we have a really talented artist we found named Vitaly, who's making a lot of our artwork. He made the cover. And um, yeah, I mean, he he crushed it. We, we kind of want to create like a, you know, like a classroom, like a post-apocalyptic atmosphere where a girl's just kind of focused on like her art and her life and what she thinks is important, no matter how shitty everything around is, you know, like everything's burning down or teacher's dead next to her, but she's still trying to learn and better herself. So it was kind of like a, there's also like a cool little rose on the table too, which kind of shows a little, you know, sign of life and a sign of, uh, you know, something new to come. So yeah. Yeah. I like it. Wow. Okay. That's uh, sick. So can you <laughs> tell me a little bit about your writing process for this record? Yeah, for sure. Um, you know, the band started as a licensing project. So we were really just kind of studio musicians writing for film and TV and commercials and stuff. So, oh. you know, when we you know, kind of pivoted, signed to Better Noise Music and, uh, you know, we started working on this record, it became more of just, you know, trying to create a collection of, of songs that all work together and um, as opposed to just writing stuff that we hope to get placed on TV. So it was a little bit of a different uh, angle we took. But uh, yeah, just kind of, you know, we, we piled up like 30 something songs and uh, narrowed it down to some favorites of ours and we're, we're happy with the collection of 13 we came up with how'd you go about cutting all those down did you know that some of them were duds or? uh i don't want to say any of them are duds i'd rather kind of release them at some point i think it was just like okay. certain songs work together with these ones better than others or okay. you know you know maybe they weren't as positive of a message and it might not be on the same record or something so you know a lot of them i don't think they'll be shelved forever i think we might you know maybe there'll be a b-side or, or mm -hmm. you know go on in the next album hopefully there's definitely some really good tracks in there that i'm not going to give up on so okay. we'll, we'll be fighting for those there's a few that even we uh you know teased during live streams over the last year and our fans have been like you know they've seen the track list come out and they're like dude where's that song so you know yeah if they keep asking for it we'll we'll, we'll definitely leak it at some point okay okay good good uh, so you actually have three very impressive features on this record. How did those come about and what was it like working with everybody? Oh, uh, the first one was Hyra the Hero, which, uh, you know, that's the last one everyone gets to hear. But, uh, you know, we saw him down at, I think it was the Wiltern in L.A. I always forget the oh. venue where I saw Hyra for the first time. But, um, you know, it was just super stoked with his energy. He's got this awesome flow and kind of timbre to his voice that's super unique. And, uh, yeah, so we were looking for someone to kind of take a bridge and go crazy on it. And he was the perfect guy to kind of jump mm -hmm. in there and uh, yeah. take it to the next level. And it was kind of the same thing with Hollywood Undead, you know, I mean, our song for the glory really took off and it has kind of a rap rock bridge, which I don't really, you know, ever consider myself being like a rap rocker or whatever, but I had fun doing, I had fun writing. It's awesome. But, you know, kind of moving forward, it was like, hey, let's find some guys that do this, you know, for a living like Hollywood Undead and Hyro and they can take it and, you know, bring their own style and, and you know, something unique to it. And 
Hollywood Undead did exactly that. And uh, now we got the new Craig Mabbitt song that just came out. Um, you know, Craig from Escape the Fate was on the mm -hmm. comeback and that seems to be uh, really well received so far. I just shot a music video for it over the weekend. So uh, yeah, we're looking forward to putting the, the video out and the album. It's gonna be great. All right. Solid. Wait, uh, so did each artist that you worked with, did they write their own part or did you kind of come with the verses that you wanted them to sing or rap? Just like, hey, can you do this for us? Um, for, it depends. I mean, for the most part it was, yeah, you kind of do your thing, you know, Hiro definitely came in and didn't even, you know, give us any idea what he was going to do. He just kind of went under behind the mic and spat and it was like the coolest thing ever. So oh, Hiro probably did two, three takes and we were like, yeah, bro, we got it. We're all good, man. You bro, know? only? Um, yeah, he barely did anything. He did like a little ad lib at the end of the song where he was just kind of yelling, like, never will I ever make excuses. And it was just this badass energy he brought. Yeah. And we were like, dude, just do that like three more times and you're done. You know, so he crushed it. Um, Hollywood Undead, same thing, sent that to them. They were um, real quick, turn it around, sent it back to us. We just mixed it and then uh, it is what it is. And, it, it, you know, it, it was this awesome new, you know, bridge section that kind of expanded over and wrote a longer mm -hmm. rap, which was really cool. Um, yeah, and then Craig was the last one, which, um, you know, he, he that was a little different because he sang a verse that was already kind of written there. But uh, just hearing his voice over mine was super cool because, you know, the song was kind of done. And then hearing his voice come in and it's got he's got a totally different timbre and kind of tone to his voice and some cool mm -hmm. vibrato and stuff. So kind of hearing it get layered over after I was already, you know, used to the way the song had been sounding. It was cool just to kind of see the new life he kind of brought to, it, you know. For sure. Yeah, exactly. It's like a brand new song. Yeah, yeah, it's fun. Yeah, because that was honestly one of the first ones we wrote towards this new album. So, uh, you know, it's cool to bring some oh. new life and new energy towards it. It was probably the first song we did write, yeah, maybe second towards the new album. Yeah. Oh my God, that's amazing. It's great. <laughs> yeah, it's, um, it's awesome. Yeah, it's been fun to collaborate with all these awesome artists. You know, we're really lucky to be on a, you know, an awesome label with such a cool roster, and you know, mm -hmm. everyone's kind of seemed to have each other's backs and help baby bands like us, you know, make our way. So it's very nice that they're able to collab with us and give us their time. You know, it's great. For yeah. sure. And actually, like, put work and effort into it as well. Yeah, it's not 100%. just kind of like them, you know, giving half of their heart. I guess. Yeah, totally. <laughs> you I know? Think, yeah, most musicians are always going to try to give it their all. You know, so exactly. yeah, definitely. Uh, they they crushed it. We're super super stoked with it. With all of them, really. Oh yeah. She should be. Uh, so what song took longest to write on the record and which one is your personal favorite? Uh, it's definitely that one with Hyro, man. The longest to write was Do It Now um, with Hyro the Hero. Just because, uh, you know, we, we just kind of rewrote that chorus a million times. We just got, got, we got stuck. That song is all about the intro. There's a, you know, you guys haven't heard it yet, but there's this massive intro. Oh, there. we have. We have. Oh, okay. You have heard that. All right. Sweet. Yeah. You have heard some of the new album. I love it. You're like some of the first ever then. Uh, yeah. Massive oh. intro um that was just kind of hard to keep that energy up you know so we we had a hard time trying to top that and uh you know ended up rewriting that chorus like four times and um you know the bridge we we're just like i don't know where to go from here so that's why we called the pyro we're like dude we need you to you know it was basically me and him in like a yelling battle towards the end of that song which is kind of all like builds up to this like giant moment at the end which is pretty cool but yeah that one took a while i feel like we i mean it was probably like a month before we actually wrapped our heads around how that song was going to turn out so we kind of kept going back to it it was one of those we never quit on it was like we'd, we'd shelve it for a week or two and be like all right we'll mess with it today and mm -hmm. then it wouldn't work and shelve it for a week and pull it up again or, yeah it yeah. ended up being one of the one of the more unique ones on the album i think so since like you kept on like it was a labor of love, did you know going in while you were working on it, this song was going to be a keeper? Is that why you kept on going back to it? Yeah, just that intro that Andrew kind of came up with on the keyboard was just like, oh, dude, I want to, you know, makes you want to walk into a boxing ring or whatever. It's just mm -hmm. kind of like get in front of a bunch of people. And like, it's just a, yeah, it's just like once you hear it, it's a just an adrenaline, adrenaline kind of pumping synth thing that I was like, dude, yeah, it's, you know, it. it 
it reminds me of another old song that uh you know that was just I, we just didn't want to give up on it it was a uh, it was a fun one so i just kept going it was the last song we finished on the record too it was you know i just kind of was like dude that intro just needs to be on there at some point even if it's just the intro to the album or whatever so yeah that was one i kept fighting for and it actually made it i'm surprised <laughs> <laughs> that's good uh and what song is your personal favorite mm-hmm. um i i keep changing the answer to that but i would say probably probably pushed me down so it's kind of a high energy super fun vocal one you know kind of exercises my voice a little bit it's like all over the place it's like super high at the end and you know pre-chorus is really mellow and kind of emotional and stuff so yeah definitely that one that was a lot of fun and just kind of a departure from uh other all good things stuff a little more uh up-tempo energy that we don't bring to a lot of the other stuff mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. solid uh so can you tell me where headspace is at while you were creating this record Oh man, all over the place. I mean, we actually did most of this before the virus hit. Ironically, mm-hmm. you know, all these songs kind of feel like they were written during a pandemic. But um, yeah, yeah. Before, I mean, it was a lot of, uh, you know, it, a lot of it was like self doubt and like wondering if the album was ever going to come out and wondering if we're ever going to be able to release new music. So a lot of yeah. it, like hold on and, and stuff, was kind of self reflective and stuff. So it just kind of depends. I mean, every day you go into the studio with a different mood, and sometimes you're inspired by a movie or whatever in the background or whatever it might be, or a song or just a synth might inspire like a feeling that kind of just sends you on a, on your way. So it just depends. Yeah. I mean, every day is different, and uh, uh, yeah, yeah. I think uh, you know we we've been through our ups and downs as bands, and you can kind of see it in the uh, in the in the lyrics in this one for sure. For sure. Uh, So how do you recommend that your fans listen to this record for the first time in the car with friends, in the dark with headphones on at a party? What do you think? Oh, man. Yeah, I mean, a party for sure, dude. Crank it up. The more people, the better, dude. It's all about adrenaline Mm -hmm. and uh, getting people pumped up. So, yeah, definitely. uh, If you want to do it alone, crank it up in some headphones in your car. But yeah, definitely, man. More people, the better. All right. Uh, Yeah, we're excited just to try these songs out on tour. You know, this fall, we're going on the road for I mean, our first date is the 16th and we're out for about seven weeks. So, uh, oh, wow. yeah, excited to play all these in, uh, brand new songs for people for the first time and see how they react. It's going to be so oh, sick. I'm hope, so excited for you guys. Hopefully oh, can't the wait. world Thank doesn't you. end before that. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Uh, so this one should be super, super quick off the top of your head. I want you to describe this album for new listeners in three words. Ooh, man songs for the apocalypse well, i mean okay. usually we say it's songs well, to help you get through the end of the world is what we've been kind of saying you know but mm-hmm. it's like uh it's what we're living through and it's like all kind of a uh, big motivational like arena rock that's like kind of made to to get you out of the funk and the depression that we've all kind of been stuck in you know like there's a yeah. lot of people that have kind of found us through you know through struggle or whatever, through uh, injury or, uh, you know, just mo- just need motivation. So I think it's motivational rock music to help you feel better about yourself, you know? Okay. <laughs> All right. It's good. Uh, so what's your favorite memory from creating this album? Oof. It's a lot of the same memories, man. Sitting on that orange couch in the studio for days on end. You know, uh, <laughs> uh, favorite memory. Mm. I think it was just kind of rapping that song with Hyro and knowing like it was kind of done. It was like, we never saw the light at the end of the tunnel. We were always kind of like, when's the last song? When is it done? When is it approved? And it just felt like it was never going to come. So it was like one day we ran, I think we randomly sent in that last song we submitted was I think either undefeated or do it now. And it was like, as soon as we submitted that, I think out of nowhere, it was almost like, Oh, this is great. And your album's done by the way, it's like approved. And we were all just like, wait, what? I don't know if it was, what the hell's going on. I don't know. It was just out of nowhere. We were just so relieved that we, uh, I don't know. I, w- I was honestly burnt out by the end of that recording process. We'd been in the studio for like so many months on end. I was like, 
just dying to tour and get out and hit the road and just, you know, do the other side of the band life. And uh, yeah, we were just kind of trapped in the studio for a while. And then as soon as we were done, it was like, we, were, we had all these tour dates booked and then the pandemic hit and we had to kind of rethink everything. So uh, yeah, we've been just, you know, patiently, patiently waiting as much as we can here in LA and, you know, gearing up to finally hit the road. We can't wait. Mm-hmm. Why are you guys in the studio for so long? Oh, because we have our own studio. There's no time oh. limit, you know, oh, okay. everything we do is self-produced and self-recorded really. Um, we've only had like, you know, a couple guys come in to help with a couple uh, like KJ Strott came in and co-wrote the chorus of that do it now song. But usually everything is just kind of in the in house uh, that, you know, usually the three of us kind of bashing stuff out. And uh, yeah, when it's just us recording, doing everything, it's like you can always go back tomorrow and add harmonies and you can always go back and revisit a bridge or a verse and, you know, change stuff up. So, you know, the freedom of not paying for studio time kind of it's a blessing and a curse because you never really know when to call it quits you know when to call it done but uh yeah yeah luckily in this band uh liz does a lot of the uh you know usually i do a lot of my vocal editing myself but with this band in particular she's really great at kind of instructing what she wants to hear she does a lot of the vocals with or the lyrics with me so it's kind of a 50 50 kind of collab there and she she edits a lot of the vocals for this because she kind of knows what she wants to hear out of me which is kind of nice too so it's a little stress off my shoulders too versus the other music i've been used to recording it's good yeah oh yeah that's awesome uh so for this question i want you to picture you're on tour you're at a gas station you're going in what is your snack of choice Ooh. Mm-hmm. Man, I usually, I don't know why, but I usually go for Gardettos, man. I don't know why. They're just like, what are those? Just like pretzel thingies that are probably oh. really bad for you. But uh, that <laughs> no. or like, uh, I don't know, man. Like, uh, probably just an energy drink. I've been drinking, you know, that's what I'd go for at first. I mean, we're going to be, right. yeah, that's the thing about gas stations. Is I try not to eat endless chips and stuff like that. I mean, it's so hard not to, but, uh, mm-hmm. you know, that's a, uh, you know, we'll be doing it, man. Cheese it. I'm all about the cheese it life too. So that's good. That's good. <laughs> Do you have a specific energy drink like brand? Uh, I've been drinking those yerba mates lately because, or or those bangs. Sometimes if I'm really Bang. tired, like kind of like today, I want to go grab one of those things because I feel like they just immediately make you insane. It's probably you know, I can't really finish them because I go bouncing off the walls and start shaking. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, yeah, I don't know. I've been trying to keep my caffeine intake uh, level a little bit lower than it used to be. I'm, I'm usually a caffeine fiend, so. Yeah, but That's the fair. yerba mate thing has been my jam lately. All right. Those Solid. bang things will keep you up for the mm-hmm. entire night. Yeah. For real, man. It's like four locos back in the day. They just took the alcohol out. Guys <laughs> <laughs> were old enough for that stuff. But uh, yeah, those things were wild. Crazy. Uh, so where do you see the band in the next five years? Um, man, hopefully, you know, with another album under our belts, maybe two, and a lot of touring experience. You know, that's the one thing we're kind of lacking as a band is a. Uh, you know, individually, we've played, you know, hundreds of shows and different bands and projects, but for all good things, we're just uh, kind of new to playing on stage together. So uh, just getting a lot of tours and under our belts. And uh, I don't know, I'd love to be touring in Europe and get get out of the get out of the States. Hopefully, if the uh, pandemic kind of slows down and we, you know, kind of seems like we're moving in the opposite direction right now. But fingers crossed, uh, you know, we'll be able to make it out of the States and go check out Europe because we have a, a lot of really supportive fans over there. We get a ton of messages and a lot of cool people on our Discord and uh yeah, just really great support from Germany too. The rock radio over there has been spinning for the glory and it's been awesome. So yeah, we can't wait to get over there. Oh yeah. Do you guys have at least dates like tentatively booked over there that you can tease? That's the thing is just with COVID, everyone's kind of like hesitant to really Mm -hmm. confirm a lot of stuff, you know, um, 
Yeah, even today, like our drummers, and he does other projects too, and he just found out his whole uh, European leg of something coming up got canceled. So it's like, I think everything is kind of up in the air, and I think everyone's a little nervous about what's to come, you know, especially us. I mean, we're always kind of in the back of our heads worried someone's going to pull the plug on these dates. You know, we want to do them so bad. So it's kind of like, you know, worst nightmare, worst case scenario. But uh, yeah, just, uh, you know, we're, we're trying to get over there as soon as we're allowed to, basically. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. Hope you get over there soon. For real. Mm-hmm. Uh, so for these last couple of questions, we're actually going to shift away from music, if that's okay with you. All right. All right. Sick. So we're going to go straight to death row. Boom. So if you're on death row, what would your last meal be with a drink? Ooh, last meal with a drink like some crab legs or something Ooh, okay all yeah right. with like a really nice ipa all right solid very yep. good yep. uh so if you could live in one fiction world for a week where would you live dang i'm such a simpsons fan man i go to springfield go check it out you know i'd go down to go down to moe's hang out with the boys mm-hmm. all right Mickey Mart. No, I love The Simpsons. I think it'd be awesome. I don't know why I just thought of that, but I think it's because half the crap on my wall behind me is <laughs> seeing it in my camera reflection. I was like, oh, that's where I'll go right there. Perfect. Um, but yeah, totally. I'm a big uh, big Simpsons fan. Always have been since I was a little kid, so that'd be awesome. All right. All right, solid. Good choice. What about you guys? I got to throw that back at you. Diary of Wimpy Kid. Uh, Peaky Blinders. Oh, nice. Nice. Mm-hmm. Very nice. Thank you. Uh, so I have the honor of asking the last question. Every single person who spoke which was actually said it is the most important question. What is your favorite color? Oh, wow. Green. It's you have a specific been, uh, shade of green? I don't know. Since I was a little kid, it's always been green. But then uh, when I grew up, I was like, oh, I like blue better. But I feel like I have to I have to stay true to my myself and stick it out with the green. But I've always, yeah, I don't know. I've always just loved like forest green and like, a, I don't know. Okay. I don't know. I don't know why. Yeah, I don't know. All right. And if blue was your favorite color, if you decided to, you know, switch over for a second, what would your favorite shade of blue be? Ooh, I don't know. There's so many good ones. I don't know. It's such a funny question. I love it. Uh, how about my answer is blue green? Blue green. Okay. That's so like good. a uh, what is that? Like turquoise? Uh, yes. Teal? Yeah. yeah. Something like oh, that. I can't be teal. That's that's the Sharks. That's my drummer's favorite hockey team, and I can't oh. be a teal fan. All right, I'm switching back to green. I never liked okay. blue. <laughs> okay all right that's fair that's fair yeah, never like Fuck blue. Blue. Blue exactly uh, exactly <laughs> so as glory said that's all the questions we had today is there anything you'd like to plug uh yeah thanks for having me i appreciate it um yeah i guess just if if you want check out the website allgoodthings.la or find us on instagram it's uh, all good things rock same with facebook youtube uh, and check out our tour dates you know we'll be on the road from august 16th seven weeks with pod and from ashes to new then we're back at home in LA for a couple of weeks and out for another seven weeks of star set and uh, the word alive. So a lot of tour dates coming up. Um, and yeah, the big news is the album drop on August 20th, uh, a hope and hell. So check out all good things. Hope and hell August 20th. We can't wait for you guys to hear it. Hell yeah. Ooh. Well, thank you for South. This has been Dan from all good things. And we've been the good noise podcast. <laughs>